Hey guys, welcome back. I am so excited for this episode. Miami Beach Bomb has actually just launched um, and they've had a new launch. So I'm really excited that this feature is going hand in hand with that. I want you to really check out the brand. But before you do, I wanted to announce that we are finally working on the pen. And the pen has really taken off in terms of the response that you've given us. I am so thrilled and so humbled that so many of you love it and are really excited to see what it's going to bring. So if you have not already, I would love for you to email us at info at thepenofficial.com. That is how we know that you're interested and we will sign you up for our database, which is going to be a really, really large collection of names categorized by things that, you know, interest you. If you're an editor, you're going to be in the editorial pool, a journalism pool or whatnot. And we're going to find a way so that we can connect everybody in a meaningful fashion and really create this collaborative community that I think has been truly missing, um, you know, or not even missing, but just uh, a little lackluster in the beauty industry. So I don't want to give up too much information. I'm really excited to introduce this initiative to you. I think you're going to absolutely love it. And yeah, just stay tuned for more news about that. I promise you we will not spam you. (laughs) So if you want, you can also check out our link tree page. Um, You know, it's just the normal link tree and then the slash, you know, the pen official. So check us out, go sign up for our database. Also, if you are LinkedIn, sign up for our actual LinkedIn page, which is invite only so if you want to be included just send me a message on linkedin and i will get you in there thank you so much and stay tuned for this wonderful episode guys welcome back to skincare anarchy um i am so excited because we have a lovely guest with us today and she is the founder of a wonderful body care line which is the truly truly lovely especially for summer months um so without further ado i want to introduce you guys to the founder of miami beach bum um aisa di pietro welcome to the show aisa i'm so excited to host you thanks for having me atka um it's been such a pleasure to listen to a lot of your past recordings and um i'm really excited to tell the skincare anarchy community more about miami beach bum Absolutely. No, I want to get started by uh, learning about you, though, Aisa. I want to learn about your journey and your career and what led to creating a beautiful line that's geared towards, uh, you know, body care, because we don't see a lot of the a lot of this, you know, I mean, your products are really, really great. And I love that, you know, it's so heavily, you know, leaning towards this body care aspect, because I was literally having a conversation with somebody who was like, you know, we were talking about um, how we need more products, you know what I mean, for the body and like skin is everywhere. So <laughs> I want to get started with your uh, background, though, your career and your journey. Totally. Yeah. Like, how did I get here coming from a background in marine science and coastal engineering? I definitely did not think starting a body care line is where my career would take me. Uh, yeah. But it all really started because I had these horrible folliculitis rashes. I would get on my bum from being in wet swimsuits um, for extended periods of time. Because for me, self-care is all about getting back to nature and doing the activities that you love. So every day I'm out there paddle boarding or kiteboarding, diving, or just swimming in the ocean and getting right. these folliculitis rashes from the, you know, when you stay in a wet swimsuit and the bacteria gets trapped. Um they're giving me this really bad 
some breakouts. I had <laughs> as like embarrassing or not embarrassing as it is, I was I had horrible butt acne. And this is really what broke me into the skincare industry and and formulating my own skincare products. Um, since I don't wear makeup or use hair products often, and it seems like when it comes to your face, the industry is on point. There's something for everything. Uh, but back in 2018, people really weren't as focused on their body and body care and what they were putting on it. And, and the formulas coming from a lot of the major brands weren't really focused on the natural biology of our skin. So there was this niche that I really entered um, with our signature bum and body cream, which was really formulating for the skin's natural biology to restore skin health. And, and that's how I kind of switched from my coastal engineering career, which is a little boring and dry to much more exciting of launching my own brand and using that chemistry background into making emulsions. I love that you have that engineering background though. Lisa. I really, really do. Because I think that when intelligent women create products, like when it comes to like wellness or like beauty, it's always like from this place of just a true understanding and like, just, you know, we do it right. You know what I mean? Like we're not going to cut mm -hmm. corners. We're not going to BS the consumers. Like you're coming from an engineering background for everyone listening is very difficult, you know, to go through the engineering track and like the amount of knowledge that you learn and the, you know, the class and the, the experience you gain all of that feeds in to like you know what you you know what you want to do when you create a product so that's amazing to me I love that you come from that background yeah and it's really it's coming from a place of um seeing it through being a customer and having this pain point and having the need and and making it from a skin science first approach versus uh, kind of sitting in a boardroom and making it from a marketing first approach of we could market like this, we could get this celebrity on board, we could, you know, so it's, it's, it's less, you know, following a marketing trend and, and really more fulfilling a like void in that skincare shelf space and, and doing it with, you know, from science of you know, yeah. taking each skin layer into consideration when you're making that formula. 100%. No, I 100% agree with you. I think that's a very, very solid point. And in the world of, you know, celebrity skincare lines, I couldn't agree with you more. Um, I think that quality definitely speaks, you know, I think once you try a line, I mean, I love your line. I think that it's a beautiful, like, you know, you have so many, like, I feel like there's different flavors you could say, but there's scents really, but they're all doing such great jobs of just hydrating your skin for the long run. And that's one thing I've noticed with body products is that I'll use a body product, like a, um, what do you call it? Like a body cream. And after like three or four hours, I'm like, my skin just feels dry. You know, like it feels like, or my elbows, somebody will say like, oh, your elbows are ashy. And I'm like, what? You know, like I hydrated this morning. What the heck? And um, also, like I wanted to tell you, you have like mastered the balance between not having it be too heavy, um, but then also having it be this like very hydrating product. So I would really would love to dive into the formulation of the body, the bum and body creams. Um, the one in orange is my favorite, by the way. That's my favorite one. So <laughs> I would love to if you could tell us, like, you know, how was the process of formulating and how was the process of picking the right ingredients and stuff 
Yeah. So for me, as I said, it sounds it really came from a need. It, it literally started um, in my backyard. I have like a small herb garden and maybe because I can't kill an aloe plant, but they're also in Florida, you need aloe plants to restore your skin. So it was really like first went through a trial of testing products that were in the market from like literally putting Retin-A on my bum cheek, which did not turn out well <laughs> to yeah. other, you know, body care lotions or natural formulas um, that I ended up actually just pairing from my own garden, um, like raw aloe and um, oregano. Um, oregano has so many amazing antibacterial, antifungal, antimicrobial properties that like, mm -hmm. I love to take it internally if I feel like the flu is coming on, um, you know, it, like it kicks it immediately. So I was like, I know it can kill bacteria and that's my issue. And then the aloe, which is super soothing and restorative. Uh, so it really came from picking those key ingredients first and using them kind of at an at, in an at-home concoction. Now, our formula as it stands today is far from made in the kitchen <laughs> uh, because I really envisioned it more of being a like shelf stable um, product that like had a, as you kind of said, like a beautiful application experience. So how I really took it from this at home, okay, aloe and oregano, get the job done to, you know, how can we have this sit on a retail shelf and, and, and really be something that we can scale and go mass market with, um, kind of ties into the science behind our products and like what we found our niche as. So, and the most simple way of describing our science, um, I like to break down the skin's ecosystem into three parts. You have your acid mantle on top, which protects your skin barrier. And then below that trendy microbiome we're all hearing about. Um, so really make sure our bum and body cream, but really each one of the formulas in our collection, we wanna make sure that they're optimized for restoring and maintaining your skin health. Yeah. So it's all about making sure that at the end, that emulsion's the proper pH. So your skin loves to sit at a pH of five to 5.5, your acid mantle is a lipid layer that's slightly acidic. So it's how do we first and foremost even just have a pH that's going to keep this layer of your skin intact or restore it and bring it back to homeostasis if it's too acidic or too basic. Um, right. And then from there, like you were mentioning, I have ashy elbows or after four hours, I'm not hydrated anymore. Um, I mean, you'll see most formulas, the first ingredients, tap water. Yeah. And it's not hydrating or, and then a mix of alcohols. It's super cheap for the company to produce, um, but it, it doesn't have that beautiful application experience. So for me, like you'll see, we do um, deionized water with aloe extract. And what we're really making is an aloe gel. So the first ingredient and in most of our products is an aloe gel. And a little yeah. side tangent, we are even, we're launching some new things this summer where we, we have the base like 100% algae and broccoli, which is super fun. So it's always taking a really rich restorative plant ingredient and making it the base of the formula. And that's huge for us. And this is something that's gonna then restore your skin barrier, plump the moisture back in, lock it in um, so that you get that long lasting hydration. And yeah, our creams are heavy but they sink in and they dry. Like you don't feel greasy, they absorb well. So next was kind of crafting that base and absorption and application experience. 
And then I like to think about the microbiome of, okay, we have billions of bacteria and protozoa and viruses and fungi, like all making up this ecosystem that is our skin, like more microorganism cells than human cells. And, and what's good for that? So my problem was a bacteria overgrowth. Other people might have fungal overgrowths or, or what be it that's giving them uh, a skin irritation is it's bum acne, it's razor burn, it's KP, it's whatever it is. And it's for us in the bum and body cream is kind of really picking that hero ingredient, oregano that I know just, I like to say, keep the good flora in and the bad flora out. Uh, yeah. And that's something, again, we bring through um, everything. So that's really simply stated how I deducted like what should be this bum and body cream hero formula. Well, I love, I love that. And I also, you know, I just want to mention like, you've got the little bit of salicylic acid in there, you know, you've got yep. like the, those kind of hallmark, like tea tree oil. And, you know, these things that we look for in a good, like, you know, preventative acne treatment kind of product. Right. And I think that's a beautiful thing because you're absolutely right. When you say, you know, it's, all about the microbiota, you know, and, and that is something that I think now brands are definitely, you know, they're doing it and they're putting that word out there in terms of marketing or whatever. But when you really break it down and you start looking at the ingredients, you can immediately tell if a product is truly designed for balancing our microbiome or not. And that's literally in the ingredients. So I love love of love that you brought that up and that you really went through that because that's something I think the consumer space is definitely lacking in terms of knowledge is how do I know if something is good for my microbiome you know like how do I know if this product yeah they're advertising it to be but like you know is it is it going to help me balance my the microbiome is I mean what is the microbiome those kind of things like I think for me, you know, when I go through brands and I hear feedback from our listeners, that's something they're always confused about. It's like, well, what do I really need? You know, what are the ingredients I really need? So I'm glad that you went through that. That's that's very important. Um, but I want to actually talk to you about, um, you know, when you were first like trying to get this out there, because I know there's a lot of body creams, you know, I feel like when it comes to body care, the first thing I see is that people create a cream. Right. So how was that from a business standpoint for you in terms of getting the name out and, you know, really kind of making yourself stand out amongst just the plethora of products that we have out there? Yes, (laughs) I think a big thing for me, too, is um, not coming from the beauty industry and not coming from marketing, but coming from this science and engineering background where it's like I'm not an influencer I I didn't even have an Instagram like I think I if I knew the mountain that was ahead um I might not have started (laughs) but I kind of dove right right in and I really took all my savings and I bootstrapped the company for a while so it was kind of like there's only one way and it's up um I know this sounds cliche but it's definitely um, I had a vision and it was sticking to that vision. And I know everyone says, be authentic, be authentic, but it, it really does come down to like, you personally make your own formula, you know, don't go hire a lab to do it and, and personally come up with the branding. Like for me, you know, the branding is so 
and our mission is so tied to my life and lifestyle. So I think there's this authenticity and the formula and the branding, and then just really putting everything you have into it and knowing this isn't going to happen fast. I'm like four years in now, three years since launch. And I feel like the company still in its super, super infancy stage. So just also just being able to wake up every day for years and really push through it. But I think for me, sticking to our original vision is what's really helped us start to break through all of the other brands. Uh, Because when we make ads and hooks and formulas, we're not We're not really looking at what's around us and how do we imitate what's working. We're really coming from a place of originality of, we see this white space, how do we best market it? How do we get it out there? Um, So for us, again, it's really our science and and sticking to this, what I just described, this very unique way that I formulate, kind of keeping this consistent with every product that we do, um, which really helps us have unique benefits, ingredients, and and key differentiators that we can call out about our products that set them apart from other things in the market. Um, and then again, going back to our values, um, I know maybe every founder might not be as much as a control freak like me, but <laughs> since I've had the privilege to create and own my own company, controlling our supply chain and, and making the sustainable and people first decisions is essential to the brand and something that I hold really dearly. So even having such like a staunch um, value system. I think when we do acquire those customers, they stick with us because it's not just about liking the product, but they like that we're made in the USA and who we give back to and that we're vegan and we're cruelty-free and we're carbon neutral and all of our packaging's PCR plastic and I could keep going. And, and they really start to feel a part of the Miami Beach Bum family and what we stand for. Um, and then third, is all the Miami vibes is kind of sticking to this Miami colors and Miami edge and, and, you know, basically my entire adult life for the last 12 or 13 years, I've lived here and it's a core part of why the ocean and outdoor activities are at the center of my self-care ritual. So I think even keeping consistent with this aesthetic and the, and the feel good vibes and funness that is Miami, um, has really helped us and and it it's kind of what then sets us apart too it's like yeah we're a body cream we do have a skincare collection but we also have our beach collection because our mission is you know to restore skin and hair health but it's also to kind of inspire people to get back to nature and their self-care rituals and see self-care as more than just the products that you use so some of these pillars of the company that I've developed I think have really helped us shine through competition yeah absolutely absolutely I can definitely see that and I also I love Miami as well I lived in Florida for a while in South Florida and definitely a different vibe down there you know it's it's really (laughs) um you know it's it's about just I guess the whole lifestyle right I mean people are more laid back and people are more you know I guess easygoing and that's really I think you know, I like that about your products is that they're like multi-use. I'm trying to tie that in somehow because I really believe <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yeah, no, it's funny. We, uh, you know, since COVID, there's been the big New Yorker push into Miami Beach specifically. And you can see them driving on the roads, not by the license plate, but you'll be like, that's a New Yorker. You're walking on the street. That's a New Yorker. Like you can just, they don't have that like, 
that uh, for lack of a better word, the chillness about them, the, the laid back, they're not, you know, there's, um, so we definitely have a, a, a Miami culture down here. <laughs> definitely, no, definitely. And I, and I really miss it, I'm not gonna lie. But um, <laughs> um, I have to come visit. <laughs> I, I'm actually thinking about moving back at some point because I really love the vibe and I love the people and it's just cool. You know, it's it's a nice vibe. But um, I want to actually ask you, is that I want to I want to know more about you know in terms of like when we're when we're thinking about body care, right? Um, it's really easy to fall into this idea of like, well, you can kind of skimp on the ingredients, or you can like use alternatives. And I've really hated that. I'm not gonna lie, like I hate. There's been a lot of companies that I've spoken to that are like well, you know, we don't pay that much attention to blah, 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 you know, when it comes to the body care products. And I'm like, well, why would you do that? Because the skin on your body is the same thing as your face, you know? So I want to talk to you from like the perspective of like finding a um, a manufacturer or, you know, whatever lab that you were working with and like the process of making sure that the ingredients were really tried and true and, you know, um, kind of keeping up with this, I guess, race that we're experiencing in the skincare industry where it's like everyone's like oh well I went here for my manufacturing or I went here you know and they're kind of using that as a marketing gimmick now too so I want to I want to ask you about like I guess the process of finding a manufacturing facility for specifically body care products because I know there's a lot of uh, young entrepreneurs that tune into our podcast and I think it'd be a great um, you know something great for them to understand. Yeah, that's funny you bring that up. I, I think I got served an Instagram ad today that showed a bottle of marula oil with a white label and it said, you could start your own brand. Um, so, and I, and I think this goes back to my last thing that I said of, um, I think there was a lot of, there was a lot of little questions in there, but People, you know, yeah, people skimp on body care because historically people do care more about their face than their body. Body care is kind of that thing. It's like, I know I should do every day, but I don't. Even as the founder of a body cream, sometimes I forget two or three days because I, you know, it feels like a chore. So I think this, the first step as a, um, as an entrepreneur is not letting a man, not not going with a white label of a manufacturer who's like, we have this cream. You could just put a few key ingredients in for your marketing. Um, but I think it's truly actually making your own formula from the scratch. Um, so for me, my manufacturer is actually not specialized in body care at all. They're actually do mostly nutraceuticals. And for me, it was really about finding someone in Miami because we're all about making as close to home as possible. So we have a manufacturer here in Miami. Um, the owner is actually someone who lives down the road from me. Um, I went to the same college that their family's been going to, the University of Miami. So for me, it was a lot about keeping it close to home and the relationships um, and just finding a manufacturer that is also like professional and large enough so that if when we start doing scale, they can keep up with us, we'll never outgrow them. Um, right. They do like 300 million units a year in their day shift. We're never going to do that. <laughs> and, and finding a manufacturer that's a good contract manufacturer, meaning here I can hand you my formula and you 
can make it with the integrity that I created it with. Um, and then working with them on sourcing um, and making sure they have a high threshold. But I do, yeah, I agree. If you're just, if someone's gonna say, I have this body cream and you can white label it, um, it's probably a cheap formula. They're building in the margins. Um, they're gonna give you what's cheap and easy and what's industry, historically industry standard, which like you said, has kind of been more of a cost cutting um, formula. So yeah. I, 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 think, I think my message is a little bit more of a warning of if you're gonna grab a pre-existing formula from a manufacturer and white label, the marketing better be damn good. But I think in the long run, you won't have that customer retention because you don't have that authenticity. There's nothing really unique to the product that makes it set apart from other things on the shelf um, versus when it really comes from a, we created something that the market didn't have and I've created it from this expertise that I have as a marine scientist and not relying on your manufacturer to pick the best ingredients and make the best formula, but, but truly doing it yourself and then finding a good contract manufacturing partner who can do the volume and who can uphold the quality and has the relationship. So we, we source our ingredients, we source our packaging, we source everything and send it to the manufacturer to make the fill and, and put it in the packaging and assemble. Um, so that yeah. I, as I was saying, I'm a control freak. So <laughs> I, that's kind of my day-to-day -day is really staying on top of the real quality of the product yeah. and the values but, behind it. Well, that's honestly, I'm so glad to hear you say that because I feel like, especially as like female entrepreneurs, it's very important for us to make sure that all of the boxes are checked off in the correct way because you're, we're not just, I mean, you, yeah, okay, you created your own body care line, but also from a broader perspective, like there's people who look at that and they're like ready to criticize or ready to you know what I mean like they're just more prone to like criticize female entrepreneurs and I've seen that time and time again and it's it irritates the shit out of me because I'm like you would not be doing this if this was some dude who owns like a giant freaking company that's just churning out products but unfortunately as women we get scrutinized for everything and it's like you know when you say that when you say that you know you're you're kind of a control freak that's a really good thing in my book because at the end of the day like the last thing as women that we need when we're launching a business is someone saying well you didn't do this right or you didn't do this right and that really comes back to like this I guess the supportive mentality that we need to build as like a community right because you know there's a lot of brands out there and there's a lot of brands that are doing it wrong but they're never getting the heat instead I see a lot of like some of these founders are, are my close friends at this point and they're like always like kind of venting to me and they're like actually you know I did this one thing and the whole community like is like on me about this and it just makes me so mad you know to hear that so like when you said that it just <laughs> it made me really really think about that you know in the sense of like well we have to be you know we have to like double check we have to you know dot our i's and cross our t's and just really really make it make sure that we're doing it correctly so um i'm really glad that you have not taken the short route and that you have not cut corners because this is like it sets an example you know for all of the other entrepreneurs out there that want to like you know do their own thing and get out there that's a really important aspect i think 
totally. I was just thinking like when I first launched, you know, a lot of my husband's friends, well, where did she get the formula from? Like whose products are, is she selling or, or, you know, a lot of people, Hey, I can introduce you to this person or I could do, or like, let me tell you how to do this. And you're right. Like they, they're like, you're a young 30 year old female, you know, founder, like you must not know what you're doing. So there's totally, (laughs) there's, you almost, you have to put on the blinders and just not listen and just have that self-confidence of, I know, I, I don't know everything, but I know what I'm doing. And, you know, maybe I know more than you, (laughs) maybe, maybe I'm, maybe I am doing it more strategic than, than you think. So yeah. And then I, I loved how you touched on, um, it's something that's really exciting here in Miami. When we first launched in 2018, like no one was down here. The skincare, skincare industry was in LA and NYC. And it's, I haven't gone far with it yet, but like whenever like a founder's down here or they're, they're down here, maybe their company's still in New York or LA, but I'm, I like try to bridge the gap because I, I want to have a, this founder community uh, where you're really supportive of each other. Uh, Cause I think it's, I think it's something very unique and special and stressful and, and, and it's been exciting in Miami to see more of the skincare industry coming here and, and, and not seeing it as like a bad thing, but a, a good thing that this community can be here too. Right. Right. Absolutely. No, I agree. It has been very much in the East, you know, the Northeast area, the, the huge companies and like the, you know, the constant churning out of products. I I hear you there. Definitely saw it a lot. Like I was living in Jersey for a while and I, you know, in the New York area as well. And I was like, everybody's starting a skincare line. This is nuts. Like (laughs) there there was like a skincare expo every day somewhere in Manhattan. It was just like ridiculous. And I was like, well, there's only so many products you can make that do the damn the same damn thing every you know every time you try them. So I hear you there, and I'm glad that actually Miami and Florida is kind of coming into this um the space because you know let's be honest when it comes to body care, especially you want it done by somebody you know who's lived in areas that are like very much sun exposed, and they're you know there's a lot of different factors that you have to consider when you live in those areas. So. I think it's a huge, um, it's a good shift, you know, it's a positive shift that, uh, what you just said. So I love that. Um, one thing else I want to ask you, um, Lisa, is this idea of SPF. I know that the line is beautiful in terms of the body hydration and stuff, but do you have anything in store for us, um, in the future that has to do with like body SPF products? <laughs> someone, someone might've slipped you a little, a little hint. Um, oh. yeah, so. <laughs> It's definitely our most requested product. Um, last year was a really good year for us. It was kind of our breakthrough year. We had this year of insane growth with our lemon body cream. We actually also do have two face creams, um, the facial in a jar and because skiing is near and dear to my heart, um, Ski Bum. And we mm-hmm. have our beach collection, which has a bug spray, a mister, and a um, it's actually a hair shield that protects from the sun salt and chlorine. So We've been sold out of a lot of those products of our beach collection and face creams for a while now, Uh, but we are in the process of restocking currently. All of our sold out products have been coming in last month and they'll continue to come in this next month. Um, And with that, we're now 100% PPR packaging. Um, But yeah, so this July, 
hopefully this doesn't air too soon or my CMO will kill me for spilling the beans. Um, we are <laughs> we are launching our SPF collection. It's it's as I said, it's been our most requested product to date. Everyone sees our name and assumes we're SPF anyway. And um, as I was saying before, what's really exciting about our SPF collection is well, one, our body cream could be used on your face. The formula is really not that different. We do take body care as seriously as face care. Um, but that the main ingredient is algae. That's like the number one ingredient is algae and then aloe and broccoli. So it has a really rich restorative base. That's yes, we have, you know, zinc oxide as because it's a mineral reef safe sunscreen to protect from the sun, but like it's sunscreen with all the added skincare benefits. Um, and that was really fun to create. Um, so we do have that coming. We're doing body, face, we'll have sets, we'll have minis, we'll have, um, it's something that we're really looking to dive headfirst um, into is the world of SPF under Miami Beach Bob. Absolutely. Oh, I'm so excited. That should be amazing. Like I, I can't wait because SPF is um, something that's very, very tricky, I think for body because it makes me break out a lot of the products like over the counter, you know, like if I go to like Walgreens or like Target, I'll buy like the body SPF and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is going to make me break out. Like just watch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got something, you know, so I'm excited. That's awesome. That's really, really awesome. Yeah, no, it is. And, and breakout and the like, oh, I want it to be mineral, but like now I'm all white and sticky. So it's something that we spent a good year or two. I've had in the pipeline for a while to really perfect. And we, we feel like it's in a really good place to, to bring it to, um, to market. I love that. I really love that. And I'm excited. I'm very excited to see what you guys do next. And I really love the line. It's a beautiful line. Everyone listening. If you want to check them out, you can definitely go to the website. It's miamibeachbomb.com. Check them out on their website and, you know, buy the products. I promise you're going to fall in love. They're wonderful, wonderful body creams. And like Aisa said, they're, you know, it's, it's, it's got that shea butter feeling, but it soaks right into your skin and you just, you know, it's just, you feel hydrated and light and beautiful. So I, I really enjoy the products. I know you guys will as well. I will tag everything in the concept art for this episode. And if you have any questions at all for Asa's team, please leave them in the comment section or reach out to us through Anchor or wherever you guys reach out to us through, um, and we will definitely pass them along. So thank you so much, Aisa. This has been so lovely hosting you. Thank you too. And um, we'll definitely make sure you get a, um, a, a nice little gift package when uh, everything's back in stock and the SPF is out. Oh, we want you to be the first to have it. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. It's so sweet. Thank you so much. And everyone listening, I'll be back next time. All right. Thank you.